Welcome to Love Spell's podcast. I am Love Spell, Hoodoo practitioner and conjurer of root work, student in divination, light worker, spiritual healer, and advisor. And most of all, I'm brought to you here directly by my ancestors and guides. Up in here, we're going to be mixing up a little potion of love, life, and liberation. Ingredients includes, but is not limited to, a handful of black spirituality, a dash of mental health issues and how to heal from them, sprinkling in a little bit of black history with a dollop of getting to know thyself. We gonna be stirring up the pot on all things black and this brew is lit and on the fire. So as we go through this learning journey together, let's set our intentions to awaken the oppressed, address and digress. Let's talk about it. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to give a little announcement. I moved over to YouTube. Yes, I'll still have my platform on Anchor, Spotify, Google, uh, and uh, I think I'm on um, Apple Podcasts. Those platforms will stay the same, but I have moved over to YouTube as well. My channel is called Love Spell, a queen with a pen. And... I uploaded all of my previous podcast episodes. I will be uploading any ones that I record going further. And then I will also be adding other content where you'll be able to actually see my face. So bear with me. It is a working progress. But I urge you guys to go over there. Check out any podcast that you have not listened to yet. Hit that like button, subscribe to my channel, vibe with me. I would really appreciate it. I love you all and I appreciate everybody's support. Okay, now that I've made my announcement, let's get into this episode. Today, we're going to address feminine and masculine energy and what it is exactly. How do we use it in our everyday lives and how we need to learn how to balance it in order to be balanced people. We're also going to talk about gender roles and why they are important to understand and how they affect our energy. Today's episode is called Know Your Role. Let's talk about it. If any human being is to reach full maturity, both the masculine and the feminine side of a personality must be brought into consciousness. Mary Esther Harding. Let's talk about masculinity first, since we're in a patriarch society. Now, I have no intention of attesting that I know a man is supposed, what a man's supposed to do, how a man is supposed to act, or how a man is supposed to uh, live. Just that's the disclaimer. But masculine energy is not owned solely by the male. The energy of a masculine is defined by stability, being protective, strength being focused, experienced, logical, and goal-orientated. As a female, I have been able to embody all of these qualities as needed, stepping into my masculine side at will. The masculine energy is considered to be pleasing energy, ideally by by our society, but only if it is fully taken on by a male. Being that we live in a patriarch society, masculine energy is the energy most uplifted. If a female is solely in her in her masculine energy, it is frowned upon. But we will get into that a little bit later on into the segment. 
first we have to address what are the gender roles of a masculine and then also what exactly is the patriarch society. So we all know that a male is considered the provider of a home. He's the fixer, the builder, the one who puts up the table and the chairs and, the, you know, takes out the trash and makes sure, you know, everything is paid and running. Like the will is not squeaking. Or at least that's what he's, you know, considered to be doing. A patriarch society is literally meaning a society that is male-dominated or where the male entity dominates the situation. We came to this point of a patriarch society, it's been said, is because when agriculture started, um, before, before agriculture, our society was basically like hunting and gathering. So, you know in a tribe-like setting, a group of men would go out from the tribe and hunt for the food and bring it back. And then the women would cook it. And the roles were pretty equal because it was, you know, each role was extremely necessary and extremely important for the survival of the tribe. But when we turned over to an agricultural society where you could, you know, I guess, like, um, grow your food in one said place. And, and, you know, people got so good that they'd be able to grow an abundance of food, which means that they could market and sell that food to other people who weren't growing as much or didn't have the agricultural skill or the land. Then you started to create a hierarchy. Some people that were higher than others or had more of abundance than others. And when you do that, you start to create, um, you know, systems or, or I call them allergies, but, you know, systems. And one of them that came about was the um, patriarchy because men inherently being physically stronger than women were able to till land and do better in the agricultural field, which means they were inadvertently able to oppress or suppress women who did not have that skill. Now, their role became way more important than the role of the feminine. So that's on a, a that level. But there's also a story that I wanted to get put out there because I am a spiritualist. And I had heard this story a while back and... I'm going to give you a little bit of histories. I mean, a little bit of, um, you know, outside information to bring it back. So the feminine is older than the male. And I mean the actual feminine being, not not the energy, but the feminine being is older than the male. The uh, X chromosome is older than the Y. And that's not my opinion. That's scientific. Every baby or every child that is developed in the womb starts off as a female. And I found this out, a funny, funny thing. I found this out because one day my, I think it was like three or four year old son had came to me and asked me why he had nipples. 
strange question, of course, but he's a child. So children ask these kinds of questions. And it dawned on me that I had no clue of why he had nipples. So, of course, I went being the inquisitive person that I am. I went to go research why he had nipples and found out that every single child in the womb is a female. And then at some point during gestation, they develop another chromosome that's a Y chromosome, which is literally half of an X. And that creates the male. And what happens is, is the vagina that has already developed closes up and drops down, creating balls or sacks, if you want to call them that. And then the clitoris extends out and becomes the penis. Hence, the male is developed. So this spiritual story says that back, back, back in the day, thousands of years before, um, that there only were women on the planet. And women were asexual because we know this to be true scientifically because there's something called the thumble gland. You guys can look this up. There's something called a thumble gland that women have that in the absence of semen, we can still create children because our eggs themselves are already alive. And so I know I'm getting deep, you guys. So bear with me or stay with me rather. So, uh, Women, you know, covered the planes. And one day a woman conceived, and we know the word conceive means to think, conceived a male child. Now, this male child was needed. It's not to say that this male child was any less valuable, but it became a necessity to conceive or to create in the mind a male child because there were things that the women could not do. So the male was created to have the opposing attributes, the opposite. The male was to be more physically physically strong. Um... And to basically have the things that the other, the female did not use, hence creating masculine energy. And so what ended up happening is that because the male was now born and there was, it was overran by females, there came a point where the men were feeling oppressed and at some point during the spiritual story, there comes a war where basically the male, the men started to rebel against the females. And this war took place and women lost the war. And everything from went from a matriarch society to a patriarch society. So this is um, uh, the story. I know that the person who was selling the story had, I can't remember the the person's name. It was a while back for me, but um, they had pointed out that all through history, the, the, the female was worshiped. You know, even if you, if you go into like Catholic churches, you'll, you'll see the, the, 
although they talk about God and Jesus and all of that, they worship the Madonna. Um, there are certain African tribes that still to this day worship femininity, the the vagina, the vulva. And then there were some other, um, and you know, inclinations or, or things that are like not fully spoken, but it's kind of understand, you know, kind of, you, you kind of get it when you put it in perspective. So for example, like when they talk about, uh, when they do, a, um, uh, what do you call it? A baptism. And they literally dunk the child into waters and they call it a rebirth of sorts. And so all of these things, low key, low key, still have the essence of um, um, feminine worship in them. But because the feminine lost the war, they changed it all to phallic worship. So then you turned like, for example, something they call the Holy Trinity. I think they do it in, I don't know if Catholics, but I know in Christianity, the Holy Trinity is, you know, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. But in, um, if you, if you look at that same Trinity, it's not called a Trinity, but if you look at that same Trinity in, uh, like prior to, the you know christianity when you talk about like egypt egypt you know before christ bc um it was female male child is the holy trinity so okay to move further now you're into this phallic worship or this this patriarch society where the male is now the oppressor oppressor and of course in order to keep reign you have to oppress the other entity and then what you have to do is get the oppressed entity to be on board with this so yes females aid in the bed in the patriarch society that we live in they aid in a bed in their own oppression because we have been trained to do so by gender roles. Now, you would think that a society that is male-driven would be the perfect space for a male to flourish in. But actually, on the contrary, it's not. Women are doing much better in a patriarch society than a male does. Although everything that has to do with this society um, pushes for the male to be the dominant role within it. It's really oxymoronic. I haven't figured out exactly why that is, but there are a few things that lead to a male's demise in a patriarch society. Um, The rigid views of what a male's role is, the constraints of how a male can be really makes a male imbalanced. So, in a patriarch society, a male is considered to have certain roles within a household, have certain roles within a community, and have certain roles within his employment. If he falls short of any of those roles, if he exudes any uh, extra feminine energy too much or embodies feminine energy too much, he is ridiculed or 
eliminated from being an appropriate male figure. We teach our male children early to not be able to express emotions that we consider to be feminine or express behaviors that we consider to be feminine, although they most definitely have feminine energy and needs to have balance in that in order for them to be balanced people. There are only two ranges of emotions that we allow a male figure to have. Silence and anger. Now, silence and anger are extremely negative emotions to embody. So if you're stuck in a box of only being able to exude negative emotions towards any said situation, then it will inevitably bring about your own demise. You're being trapped in a prison or box of sorts because you're not unable to express yourself in a positive way without becoming off as being negative in the role that you're supposed to partake in in society. So there's this power struggle beyond being your natural or authentic self emotionally. Or being what society expects of you. Because there is that power struggle within the person, within the male entity. We have a lot of masculine men who are either overly exerting male energy and not being able to create that balance and therefore having a lack of balance within their own lives. And having unfulfilled relationships with their feminine counterparts. Males are not supposed to be entrenched in male energy only or masculine energy only. They should be allowed to embody all of the ranges of emotions as females are allowed to embody. The masculine is being trapped in his own box of masculinity. Unable to be free, to be just a man without the rules of masculine roles. Now, let's be clear. I am not talking about uh, a man being able to paint his fingernails or... um, we're not diving into the type of femininity that exp- that is expressed by a female as far as like how she dress her attire, um, her mannerisms or anything like that. I'm talking about the energy, the emotional makeup, the um, nurturing, the gentle, soft side, the um, understanding and compromising the, um, you know, the opposing to the masculine where he is logical and she is emotional, the, you know, the embodiment of what femininity is. Feminine energy is not as, is just like masculine energy. It is not solely owned by the feminine, by the female. It is a range of emotions 
it is the nurturing, naturing, um, helpful, you know, characteristics that are literally the yin and yang of male and female. Now, the difference is, is that a female is allowed to use masculine traits. She's allowed to work in silence or in anger. But she cannot stay in masculine energy as well. She will not be shunned. She will be disrespected. So we think of women of power. Uh, you know politicians and lawyers and CEOs that are females. And if she is not soft-spoken, dainty or feminine looking with a, uh, you know, pleasing disposition, if she is hard, rigid, if she comes off as angry or silent, she will be considered to be a bitch. I've watched on media many a times where political or famous feminine women have embodied more masculine energy and have literally been ridiculed down to what they look like or disrespected by what they look like because they carry too much masculine energy. The only thing is that the difference between the female and the male is that this does not bar her from getting employment. It doesn't bar her from being able to continue her life. She just will have to fight verbally for her space amongst others. In a sense, the feminine energy has it a little bit easier with what she can or cannot do within a patriarch society. Yes, the feminine is oppressed. The feminine is the secondary and will be always considered the secondary on things, decisions made within within the society and what's important because that is the way the system is set up. But internally, the male suffering more within the system that he has created for himself. Now, when you have an imbalance, for example, the male having an imbalance of using too much of his masculine energy, he'll live deep in his ego have a hard time communicating and come off more frustrated than anything when it comes to communicating, especially with the feminine, someone who is exuding feminine energy. Um, And the female who lives too much in her feminine energy will be way too aloof, lack logic in a situation and uh, put her emotions on every situation and be therefore still having lack of communication when it comes to dealing with the masculine energy. But when you have a balance, 
of feminine and masculine within one person. They have the ability to navigate a situation based on what it is called for. So when there's a time that it comes to be logical, to be silent, to be still, to be strong, and to fight for what you do believe or fight for what you deserve, you will be able to step into that masculine energy, embody it for the time being that you need to embody it, and then release it when it's time to release it, and vice versa when it comes to feminine energy, when it's time to be understanding of someone else's plight, listen to someone's hurt, pain, be able to... Uh, 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 Put logic to the side and understand that there's something deeper beyond log- logical decisions and, and there's an emotion behind certain things. And when you can embody that and step into that, you'll be able to navigate that situation much better and create harmony. Teaching each other to only stay in one energy is stifling the other energy. And if you know anything about energy, it doesn't go anywhere. But when you try to cage energy or when it when when energy is not working, what you'll have is a power surge and everything will blow. That's what we experience in relationships where someone is exuding way too much of one energy and is unbalanced. Everything blows eventually. You know, the statement, a real man always bothered me just as much as uh, a real woman always bothered me too. Because what does that really mean? I mean, the fact that I was born with a vagina makes me a real woman. I'm not a figurine. You know what I'm saying? Um, Me having a potty mouth doesn't make me less of a woman. Less feminine, less acceptable. Me being strong, uh, verbally aggressive, um, a go-getter, arrogant in my ego sometimes does not make me any less feminine. I am still a woman. And I can also be a nurturer, a giver. I can take care, I can love, I can use my emotions. That side of me should be intact as well. A man should be able to be in his emotions, want to talk. Hell, he should be able to cry. He should also be able to be in his masculine energy as well. Without socking walls, getting angry, and not speaking at all. We need to learn how to embody both sides of the spectrum. Without judgment, without patriarch and matriarch type establishments, balance that allows for you to flourish all parts of your energy within you. If you do not allow for yourself to be a balanced person, 
if you do not balance your yin and yang, your masculine and feminine energy together, you will always be lacking in one space. Having a hard time fostering relationships between your spouse, significant other, or even family members and friends. Having a lack of understanding because you are not emotionally intelligent. Or having a lack of understanding because you lack logic and reasoning. The point of being here is to be a well-rounded, better individual from the day you came till now. So, I'm going to need you guys to grow up and know your role. You've been listening to Love Spell. You've been listening to Love Spell's podcast. I am Love Spell, sending you gratitude and appreciation for your listening ear. I feel blessed to have had you as my guest as we start up the pot on all this mess. We've awakened the oppressed, addressed. Now it's time to digress. I'll be talking off your ear on the next episode. Bye for now.